Did you know that there's a kids bop coming out for WAP? <laughs> I saw there's one coming out for Call Me By Your Name too. Oh shit! They're doing one for WAP, but they're <laughs> doing wings and pizza instead of West. You know, feasting Ew. on some wings and, and pizza. pizza. <laughs> wings and pizza. No, <laughs> it sounds like a voiceover. WAP WAP making wings and pizza. <laughs> Those kindergartners are like, this break is lit. They better make the kindergartners do the little dance still, anyways, though. <laughs> <laughs> You see all these little kids on the floor like... <laughs> oh, fuck. They're like, nap time, nap time. It's the wing and pizza dance. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks for fucking coming. Boo, bitch. Well, hello, UK, and thanks for coming. My name's Oti, my bussy. What's yours? Hello, Jamal is here. Hi, it's Stony. My bussy. Yeah. <laughs> is Cozy? She's my favorite person now. What a, what a special name. That is a fierce and unique name. Yeah. If you hear anybody eating in the background, that is Reynolds. Uh, holy shit, <laughs> homie's hungry. <laughs> munch, munch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> it's just soaking up Meganosh back there. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, everybody. Welcome to Thanks for Coming. Of course, we're the most magically gay podcast that there ever was. We're back, back, back again to bring you all the news in the drag race cinematic universe. I think I like that. We're gonna. I think I'm going to keep that one. That's fun. And it leaves it leaves it open for so much more. Yeah, I yes. love that we have a cinematic universe now. <laughs> yeah. And and unlike uh, other cinematic universes, uh, nobody's fighting over the rights to the characters. So Nope. So far so good on that front. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, how have you guys been? What's going on? I cannot complain. It's feeling like fall vibes over here. Everything's slowing down. So I am just enjoying the slower pace of things. Yes. Yeah, we're doing good over here. Just sipping on our pumpkin spice coffee. So... Uh oh, yeah. we got a couple of basic bitches. <laughs> sip, sip, it's so good. Sip, sip, or as they call <laughs> it in the in the UK, a couple of Baroness basics. Ooh, you know what? I'll take that title. Sure. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, everything is going great. It's the fall. I'm enjoying eating all the pumpkin themed items. Uh, mm. So it's been real good. Just hanging out, you know enjoying the cool weather we need to get a couple of pumpkins to carve or something we did a fire yesterday that was fun Ooh, fire i like to burn things yeah we didn't burn the place down there's a huge log we threw on though and we woke up this morning and it was like still smoking Uh uh-oh then that's how jamal and stoney almost died (laughs) (laughs) no gender reveal here oh my gosh reveal party (laughs) Yes, girl. <laughs> oh, it's a sapling. A new baby <laughs> sapling. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, have you guys been uh, looking at all of the Drag Race tea this week? There's a few updates that we have to talk about. I've been seeing things here and there. The girls are a buzz. 
They're busy. <laughs> yes, booked and blessed. Um, <laughs> to start off our news, we have a couple of announcements uh, with Drag Race Italia. They have uh, announced the judges for the show. So that means I feel like within the next uh, month or two that we'll be watching it on <laughs> WoW Presents Plus. Get ready, queens. Yes. We have um, Tommaso Zorzi. Apologies if I mispronounce any of these people's names. Tommaso. <laughs> um, so I think he's like the the style icon of the judges group. It seems like he's, uh, you know, interested in that realm of things. Okay. Um, we also have Chiara Francini, I think is how you pronounce her name. Hmm. And uh, she is an actress, a writer, and a beauty icon. Okay, Instagram. And then, of course, you know, we have to have a drag queen host on the show. And that will be none other than Priscilla. Queen of the... Spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) She's spilling all the spaghetti. Ooh, I'm here for that. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, Italy. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) I think uh, Jam- Gnocchi. Gnocchi. Gnocchi, I barely know her. <laughs> so what is what is Priscilla's, like, what's her claim to fame? Is she just like a big drag queen in Italy? Uh, we don't talk about the size of drag queens. Oh, sorry. Very rude. <laughs> yeah. We don't. Is she a successful drag queen? <laughs> I guess so. I feel like she's probably one of the more well-known drag queens over there in Italy. I don't know a lot about her. Maybe I'll do some more research and give you guys all updates on the next podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't dig too deep into this one, girl. I was just like, oh, judges. Cool. (laughs) Well, this will be fun to see develop because um, I feel like Italy would be very fun for Drag Race. Yeah. Yes, girl. It's especially like progressive because Italy's very like stuck in the old ways, like in their beliefs on homosexuality and the LGBT community. So it could be really good to have some sort of like representation for our culture in Italy. Absolutely. Bitch, yes. Excited. Um, Stoney, I think you have a little piece of news for us as well. Yes, girl. I have some developing news on the Twitter. (laughs) Oh my God. The Spurt app is going crazy. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Um, So I was on Twitter today and I noticed that River Medway had tweeted out a press release. <laughs> um, Uh-oh, an iOS press release? Basically calling out the other girls judging, like, I guess certain Rue girls judging other Rue girls. Um, so she tweeted out, it's so funny seeing certain Rue girls trash us. Have they forgotten what they looked like on their original season? I emoji. And then she continued on in the thread saying, being a cunt isn't a personality trait. Never forget where you come from. Spread love, not hate. And then she went on to say, what's even sadder is seeing queens that a lot of us have looked up to and admired for a long time, just being plain, spiteful, and non-constructive. Non-constructive. And she basically did not name anybody in particular. She kind of went out of her way to say that she's not naming names. Um... So this kind of brought a little bit of drama online with kind of the girls. It looks like a lot of like fans were basically saying no one cares like when 
Alaska or Trixie <laughs> do it, but like for some reason Bob and Monet they have a problem. Um, hmm. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is very interesting. I'm interested to see if anything comes of it. I uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Rivers like uh, mom had just like died also like very recently to her coming on the show. So it's like you know maybe she wasn't like totally focused on the competition. Yeah, and um, also, you know that the fans and other queens are going to call you out when you put out some cryptic shit like that. Like, they're going to want you to at least say a name, sis. So, I'm definitely with the fans. Like, when we think about this, we need to look at who gets the harshest criticism on this front across franchises and queens. Like, usually if you're one of the more popular white queens, um, you can say whatever the hell you want. And, you know, it's just a key key. It's funny. But if Bob or Monet say it, it's like the end of the world. Or if the Vixen says it, we're going to dissect it until the dusk, till dawn. Isn't that kind of like, uh, isn't that kind of like known as like angry black man syndrome or something? (laughs) Am I making that up? I don't want to jack up the term. I need to do my Googles on that one. Okay. That's just like sort of like the, the term that I always hear being tossed around. But it's basically just like they always assign uh, like people that are, I guess you would say, more racist kind of like assign those traits to black people. And so then like if a black person is starting to like express their feelings or like trying to just have a conversation and it's like a little bit more animated than people are used to because, you know, white people pretty plain. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> totally. Then they're like, oh, this person's getting aggressive or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard that plenty of times. Oh, look at your body language. Oh, I just took like a breath. Like, what am I doing exactly? Right. It's just like people <laughs> reading into it too much, basically. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It could be that. I don't know. You, if you're listening and you, uh, if I'm wrong, feel free to correct me. I'm I'm more than happy to admit that my uh, mistakes and I would love to learn. So more than happy to take some criticism on that point. For sure. But uh, also there's some other drama. The, the, I would say the biggest internet drama this week was with Ahura from Drag Race UK Season 2. Oh, yeah. What's going on with this? Because I didn't catch much of this at all. So I guess there was a show, and I forget who the other queen she was with, but it was Ahura and another queen doing a show, and they were doing like the game Fuck, Mary Kill at the end of it. And uh, and Ohorhora like was went on this whole like thing about how she wanted to kill Veronica and how she's a nasty little cunt backstage and like just like really rude. It's like you know when they have the reading challenge and then they're like, "That's not reading. You're just being mean." <laughs> it was like that. Oh shit! So she just like went off, and it felt a little more real. Yeah. Than people were expecting. Yeah, because yeah. she was calling her Veronica mean and stuff like that. So there was like this whole like sort of uh, uproar about that. And people were, of course, not happy. You know, uh, Veronica's pretty well liked, you know, by the Drag Race fans and things like that. So then I think it was maybe like a day or two later, Ahura had to put up like, a you know, an iOS press release, as we say, <laughs> <laughs> an apology. <laughs> Okay, so she was apologizing for the comment? Yeah, she was apologizing for the comment. And I think it seemed very disingenuous to people. 
and people were not really accepting of her apology. And then I, I'm assuming she got more people like you know sending her awful messages, and she deleted her Twitter. Uh, well, I mean, we can say it's just social media, but it does suck if you have to. You feel like you have to completely turn it off when things like that are happening to anyone online. Like it's a lot to put up with, no matter who you are. So um, we know how the RuPaul's Drag Race girls are. I mean, of course, during a horror season. We saw them breaking down and not making excuses for people being mean or whatever, but we saw her kind of drop the shield for a moment. We kind of saw why she was the way she was. Right. So I, I think it's just more of the same. But yeah. I think also, she, I think also before she deleted her Twitter, she also deleted the apology. Oh, so then she was like, I said what I said. Basically. Yeah. I mean, I like, cause when I watched it, I thought like, she was being like overly mean, but I didn't know it was kind of like one of those things where it's like, you don't really know if she's just being shady or just like actually coming for her. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I think Ahura, she was kind of like that in her season on drag race, right? Yeah. Like she was kind of overly bitchy. <laughs> well, a lot of the Queens were overly bitchy to Veronica in season two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, like, fuck off, tea. Veronica. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tea. Tea. But uh, I think that's all the news updates that we have for you this week. So, uh, and that last story was requested by uh, one of our followers. So, feel free to request stories. So, I'm more than happy to look into them and things like that. And uh, let's go ahead and get into our honest tea spill of the week. Uh, honest tea. Hey, everybody, we're back and we are getting into this honesty spill of the week where we are, of course, you know, bringing you up to date on everything happening in the Drag Race Cinematic Universe. Currently, we're only talking about Drag Race UK. So we're, that's just going to be our primary focus for today until like, I, I think next week is when all the other shows start to premiere. So maybe mm-hmm. we'll have one more like this and then we'll have like the full like formed episode with all the different franchises airing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to see how it goes, but I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yes, girl. So at the top of this episode, uh, we find out that Victoria has a janky knee now because uh, she injured herself in the lip sync for the win. And um, so that's like the the starting point of this episode. That really sucks. Like, come on. Like, everyone's so excited for Victoria to be here. She cannot go out this way. It's always a busted knee. Come on now. Yeah, I, I was I was just terrified hearing this and then like it just kept happening throughout the episode. Like I was just like, holy shit, like this is not good. <laughs> right. I was just like, well, you know how she's making such a difference by being the first AFAB queen or the cis AFAB queen to be on the show. You know, it, RuPaul was the only one holding her back, so I'm wondering maybe RuPaul greased up the uh, runway a little bit before the lip sync, just to oh for UK, yeah, get First her out of there. Queen for UK. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> she like sort of like Nancy Kerrigan, the whole situation. No, she's throwing <laughs> pearls like in Showgirls or whatever that movie is. Yeah, girl, I don't know. That's unconfirmed, by the way. Just so there are no, no. legal ramifications. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. 
<laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so from there we get into the mini challenge. Uh, basically, since Crystal won the last week's challenge, RuPaul has entrusted her to complete a supermarket sweep-esque spree and assign certain titles to the queens. So, of course, we start with Star Buy, um, which is uh, supposed to be given to like the, the biggest competition. Mm-hmm. So Crystal gives it to Victoria because she's so fucking fat. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> she was trying to like be shady and make it a joke, but it did not land at all. Yes, girl. Yeah. That was sarcasm, by the way. <laughs> just so we don't get hate. You know, I'm just like exaggerating the point that was made in the episode. But yeah, it was like really kind of weird. I thought maybe it was like because she has big boobs or something like that i don't really know and then like eventually it's like then like as it went on a little bit more she like really clarified that victoria was like the biggest you know um you know size wise in the room yeah and And i was like ooh, it wasn't like smart either like it was very low-hanging fruit vibes like if you're gonna go for someone's weight at least like wait until like you're doing the reading challenge and then you can reference like her tea and biscuits fucking look she did you know something more clever but it was just like ooh sis no right I would have been like she's got the biggest knockers or something I don't know and then it's like kind of funny right having big boobs nothing lots of women have big boobs I don't know anyways so next category we have is bargain bin which is like you know not very good style and that was of course given to River who was in the bottom last week for her second outfit that sad music look yes yes we had the hot deal <laughs> which was given to Ella Day. do we agree appropriate yes okay yeah I think that's right I did hear this week that Ella Day was given the chop in Dean's drag race oh yeah so i'm really yeah i'm really interested in uh dean's drag race it's an alternate timeline where um (laughs) when they're when the queens become really annoying to dean he chop gives them the chop and unfollows them on social media oh no it's like how are they they annoying they're just like kind of there i kind of agree with dean actually he was saying, like, uh, the Elevate Day is, like, really full of himself and, like, just, like, knows he's so hot. Uh, I feel like other people are telling them that and they're just, like, eating it up. I, I mean, I would, that, too. Because, I don't know, I feel like Elevate Day, like, I really wanted to like her, but, like, she's not I'm giving not, us anything. Yeah, or not getting any personality here. Like, yeah. she's kind of attractive and that's it. Yeah, there's no depth at all. Yeah, there's no depth yet, for sure. Yes, girl. Uh, then, we, of course, we have Out of Date. And when RuPaul explains category, I, so you guys can hate me, but I was just chanting for Veronica to get it, and she did. <laughs> I knew Wait, they were going to give it to her. What was the category again? Out of date, you know, like she's over or like oh, okay. whatever. Like she's yeah. so last season. Yeah. yeah, that was rude. I'm glad they gave it to Veronica <laughs> because that seems to be what happens to Veronica. But yeah, <laughs> the storyline like, continues. I know. I'm like, damn. Well, Veronica kind of thrives off of that fuel a little bit. Like, she uses that to her advantage, that energy. Yeah, I think that's just, like, kind of, like, part of her brand at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that she was saying that this, like, when she filmed season three, Drag, or UK season two was airing. Yeah. So, like, she yeah. was, like, definitely, like, back really fast. 
Yeah, they got her back in there. <laughs> like, not a lot of time to prepare. Like, usually the queens yeah. have time to get their outfits together, and it does a. It was a very quick turnaround for Veronica. Definitely. And the last category, of course, was Bog Off, which is uh, the queen that they think will go away next, be next eliminated. And Crystal gave that to Electra, and she was right. Damn. That has to sting. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's pretty spot on. Ouch. <laughs> Zap. Um, yikes. <laughs> uh, so moving on, we get into the maxi challenge. Uh, here we are going to see the queen's uh, be dance instructors for RuPaul's online fitness concept called Dragaton. This is the worst challenge <laughs> I've ever seen. That's by kind the of way. consensus I've heard online too. <laughs> I have notes. <laughs> I mean, there's like, just so much going on. I know it's so chaotic. Like I don't even understand how they judged this. I I told Jamal I was like, I don't. It's not really fair for anyone to get like bad critiques on this. To be honest, because. They were set up for failure, basically. Totally. Yeah. Well, and they were like, wow, Crystal, like, you were so bad at dancing, (laughs) but you won the challenge. And I was like, (laughs) I don't even remember seeing Crystal in this whole thing. I know. I was so pissed about that. Like, I get, I don't know. I'm we not... saw her on the ball. Like, her runway was great, but for the performance, I guess she had energy or whatever, but we saw that one tiny clip of her, that close-up, and I feel like that was it. <laughs> what is the yeah. opposite What is the opposite of a Stan account? Because I'm that... That's a troll <laughs> account, right? <laughs> I don't dislike Crystal. I'm a, ver- <laughs> I'm a I don't dislike I'm a Crystal. I'm a Crystal Versace uh, hater. Yeah. <laughs> Stoney's not feeling it. I don't mind her yet. I think we're going to get like a breakthrough in a few episodes. But, you know, like also like I know it's like not an excuse because people should know how to behave. But she's like 19. And I made a lot of bad decisions when I was 19 as well. Still learning. Lots of learning. I mean, yeah, the joke thing she made, I think she was just very immature. Like she wasn't thinking about it. She I mean, didn't think of the ramifications. She was just trying to make right. RuPaul laugh. Yeah, and I think based on the conversation that her and um, Victoria have later, like she's obviously mature enough and not like just being dumb. Like, she can receive the the yeah. notes and grow. It would have been kind of nice to have seen um, Crystal initiate that conversation, but I appreciate that when Victoria started it, that uh, Crystal was very receptive of it and didn't get defensive or anything like that. And yeah. she was just like, yeah, I'm really sorry about it. And they, they made up. It would have been nice to see Crystal make that first move. I agree. But I think it's just very big sister vibes with Victoria dead. It's like, hey, let's just get this out of the way because this person probably doesn't know how to approach me about it. Right. Yeah, That's definitely. some shit I would do. It's like, come talk to me, ho, so we can get this over with. And it became like such a like great like conversation starter slash learning um, experience for like all the queens because <gasps> yes, I mean then they started talking about Electra with her freckles and then Vanity, which Being I never lead. I had not heard like any of these phrases, so I'm not sure. If this is a common thing, maybe I don't know what this phrase that they used for her in England is, what that means. And I don't I don't think I've ever heard of someone being so dark that they're purple. Oh, yeah. I've heard people joke about that in America, particularly from like Queens with, you know, darker skin tones like, oh, you're so um, black or purple or you're blue. You know, that was kind of like a joke on cartoons. One of my favorite cartoons, Mm -hmm. actually. Shout out to the Proud family. Oh, yeah. But um, 
there's Disney a Channel. group of Disney Channel. Yeah, there's a group <laughs> of <laughs> sisters called the Gross Sisters. Oh yeah, I know. And them. there's their skin tone. I hate to laugh while we're talking about this, but um, their skin tone is kind of like a blue gray, and it's supposed to imply like they're ashy. It's like, oh, that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, purple being purple would be kind of cool. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I guess I don't understand why it's such an insult. But I'm also, um, you know, a white person as well. So I'm not going to like take away from the, uh, you know, the meaning of what that insult is supposed to be. Yeah, even the undertones too, with like, um, being called the black sheep in the family, just because they're the darkest one in the family. Yeah, I have heard that before. And it's kind of weird to even like hear that type of a discrimination within like your own family. And people of like your same skin color. Yeah, it's kind of like the um, the oppress they uh, adopt the oppressor's behavior. It's like some traumatic shit. I guess and then, so. Was there? There's more like size things too, because of course Electra is very tiny. Oh yeah, she was having trouble on her um, exercise bike because she it was not a child's <laughs> exercise bike. <laughs> <laughs> she can't just bounce over the bike either like sometimes the size is a disadvantage whether you're tall or short well i mean you saw her trying to wipe the uh the lipstick off the mirror met for uh, (laughs) the the episode she had to like climb on the counter (laughs) give him a stool (laughs) i need a step stool but yeah so what do we think like is there um i i don't know how we i don't think we've talked about dragaton enough really i don't think that um scarlet did as bad as they said like i felt like that her group of scarlet victoria charity and ella i feel like charity like like that whole group was really quick and so i don't understand how like they even had enough time for her to mess up moves i thought it felt disconnected like i saw enough like they didn't look like really cohesive in my opinion and not just because victoria was sitting on a chair they were all kind of in character but they didn't it didn't feel like they came together and they were like okay we're gonna be the spice girls bitch this is how i'm gonna do the persona like it didn't feel separate but equal like it wasn't it didn't feel cohesive in like a group right i can totally see what you mean it it did like and i know like of course separate individuals versus a group (laughs) yeah well victoria had to do what she needed to do because her knee is like busted yeah right but we you can't know. really judge her performance, but I mean, the other three were, right. they still did not feel like a group. Yeah. yeah. And Scarlett's I mean, also not a good dancer too. <laughs> she, yeah. she was just up there wiggling. Oh my gosh. <laughs> her like legs are so skinny. I was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Like during the rehearsal. Yeah. I, I didn't realize how skinny Scarlett was until this episode, but it was also kind of funny when she was like, me exercise, I'm skin and bones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that group, I like, so I watched it a second time and I did think after the second watch, they were probably like a little disjointed based off the reason you guys already said, but like watching this through, it's hard to tell because it's such a shit show that you can't even right. tell like what's going on. Like I, I did think that like, I agreed with the judges like Veronica Green and um, the Ballbusters. Yeah, that thirst was good. Who else was on Veronica's team? I forget. Kitty's got uh, Crystal claws. and River. Yeah, and was Kitty. on Veronica's team. Kitty's got claws. Yeah, those four. Um, yeah, but I I think they're them two. I thought were really strong. The Crystal thing, 
I don't know. Like, I don't understand the hype around this person, but if the judges want to keep giving her wins, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely thought this group had the most, like, they felt like the most, like, high energy and, like, pumped. I believe they're, like, characters. Yeah, I can see that. And then, like, with the first group, I think Teresa, I mean, I did see her struggling a little bit, but she, for the most part, she was keeping up. Yeah, this group, like, the judges got on vanity about, like, her wig and, like, her look. It felt like such a reach to me because, first of all, you're making these hoes do choreography on a spin bike and, like, jumping on the bike and dipping and diving all around the bike. Like, you're going to really... They had the hardest one, and you're really going to, like, get on her about her wig when clearly she was trying to give you guys hairography. Right. Like, if anyone felt disconnected in the group, it was Teresa because she didn't have, like, a speck of, like, silver on her. Yeah, that one was a little... And then that's the one where they said, um, they were like, oh, Electra, you danced too well. You were ahead of the beat. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She was going a little too fast, which, I mean, makes sense if you're, like, a person who reads music. But um, I mean, she is, like, overly, like too much sometimes like with how fast she goes but like it's also kind of annoying that the whole like they I feel like they didn't know what they were judging because they told them like we need you to be high energy like yeah for an exercise class well Electra was very high energy she served it she served it if it was out her out there solo I feel like I don't know they would be praising her but probably not because they want her to go so and there's so much happening on the stage even like that long ass intro where you have all these 15 hoes saying their name at the top of the show like next turn the channel like I don't know what we're doing in like the boardroom when we're creating these musicals but we need to like try harder We can do like a lemonade spoof at this point. Like I'm sure the queen would love that. A Spice Girl story. I don't know. Squid Um, Game, the musical. They love Kelly Rowland over (laughs) in UK. Like let's do some Kelly Rowland songs. I don't know. Yeah, it was wild. I don't know. A Stonehenge musical. Okay, I'm reaching. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. that. I mean, that would be pretty fitting for Veronica though with her personality. (laughs) (laughs) just put veronica on the stage and be like seeing (laughs) you put veronica on there with like six other slabs of stone you can't tell which is which (laughs) oh my gosh all right we should probably take a break before i get canceled oh good plan we'll be back real soon hi queens oh my gosh we're on break thanks for coming This is the part of the show where we refill our drinks and you get time to leave us a review. It lets us know how we are doing and lets more Drag Race fans sashay our way. You could also tip us while you're listening to the show like you would tip a root girl at their show. You can Venmo us at TFCPod or on Cash App to dollar sign TFCPod to thank us for all the hard work that goes into making a show like this. Oh my gosh, we better get back to the show. I've got my drink and I am ready to untuck, Mary. Let's get back into the Interior Illusions Lounge and record the rest of the podcast. So tell me why you're out here in a bathing suit with no corset and a belt. Shut up, Michelle. Oh, and by the way, you're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our Honesty Spill of the Week. We uh, just ended discussing the monstrosity that was Dragaton. 
I would like to kind of go back in time a little bit because I feel like I really just need to talk about Veronica and her spandex outfit during the rehearsal. <laughs> oh my just God. shoving her balls in everybody's face. She had her chicken cutlets out, okay? I was getting James Corden vibes. <laughs> this is why we love Veronica because she doesn't care what she looks like. She's like, I'm going to win this fucking challenge. And then she gets second. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then she doesn't. <laughs> she's like, uh, she's like in the Jan zone. Oh, the Jan zone. The oh Jan. no! Once you get put in the Jan zone, you're never going to win. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then the runway category this week, it was red carpet showstoppers. Were there any outfits that stood out to you this week? Red carpet showstopper. I mean, I really like Scarlett. I thought it was a simple dress, but I love the color and it looked pretty on her. Yeah, it looked elegant. Very elegant. Yes. Crystal was, of course, like banging in that green, that emerald. I loved that. Um, I thought um, the best one out of everybody was definitely Charity Case. I thought hers just yeah. was like really fun. Like, and I didn't understand like the critiques from the judges. They were just like picking it apart. But I'm like, bitch, like, I feel like I'm Peppermint. I'm like, this is fashion. <laughs> you didn't get costume yeah. vibes? It's I like didn't. old Hollywood, like, sort of vibes to it to me. That's what I'm yeah. getting. Because she has sort of like that flapper dress on and, hmm. you know. I liked it. Well, they have to set up the storyline, so, you know, they had to raid her to filth so that she could be put in the bottom in two weeks. (laughs) I also liked Veronica Green's. I also, like, people are, like, dragging her for this dress, and I'm just like, I thought it looked good. Like, I thought it went... Me, I'm people. Yeah, like, people like you (laughs) are dragging her, and Veronica came out there and had a good time, and... I loved it. So. I thought Kitty looked good too. I just hated Veronica's wig, just for clarification. <laughs> see, Let's I didn't see, mind Veronica's I... look. It was different for Veronica. It was like a different vibe. Yeah. So leave Veronica alone. Leave her alone. I think one of my other favorites was Teresa. I thought that was like one of the better looks of the runway. It was. I really liked that as well. Yes, girl. So those are our favorites. And if we didn't talk about them, we don't give a fuck. whoopsies so then of course we get the winner of this challenge like we said that was crystal versace uh we find out that the bottom two are electra fence and vanity milan which was weird oh that was another one i liked vanity milan she had a very pretty dress i thought it was pretty see i probably would have put like just based on like the performance i would have probably put scarlet or charity in her place no i don't know i mean they were to me they were pretty much like on the same level of like what they presented Right. I mean, we all have our opinions. I, don't know. I feel like I would I feel like Vanity's performance is stronger. Like Ella of a day down there. I mean, Charity, I didn't think did great either. I think Charity was fine where she was at, but I don't know. To me, it's like put Ella of a day there because she's not doing anything. She's not bringing yeah. any spice. I mean, yeah. she did fine in the performance, but the dress was like blah. <laughs> also, can we just like take a moment and just like, uh, taking the meta-ness of um, Vanity wearing a purple dress (laughs) because she's so dark she's purple oh no (laughs) like I think she's just sort of saying like fuck y'all like this is a pretty purple dress (sighs) it was pretty Oh yeah, I liked it. I'm not I don't I'm not saying this like knock Vanity in any way I I thought it was like more of an empowering thing for her oh I hear you yeah I I didn't even think about that but yeah that she was talking about that earlier that is interesting yes bitch 
All right. So, of course, they lip sync and Electra is gone because <laughs> she was in the bottom last week. Yeah. And Electra, like, I don't know, <laughs> spazzed the fuck out on the <laughs> during the lip sync. <laughs> Did you see that part when she had a seizure? <laughs> Yo, yo! I mean, come on. This what is like, fuck? it's nice that you can do all these tricks, but bitch, don't break your neck like trying to stay on the show. Like sometimes you still yeah. have to perform. This isn't the gymnastics floor routine, right? You have to actually perform the song. I would like to see a lip sync between Electra Fence and Charlie Hyde's. <laughs> wow, the sheer dynamic of that, you know. It would look like some like drag ritual because Charlie would just be standing there and Electra would be bouncing in circles, yeah. like formations around Charlie. Oh my God. Oh Lord. So that was the episode. Let's go ahead and switch over into the Fantasy League and see who's getting all the points. Yeah, so this is an amazing episode because Seth <laughs> also gets more points this week. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have enough, so. So, um, after two full episodes, I'm in last place with 15 points. Jamal's in second place with 30 points. And then Seth is in first place with 80 points. I did it, Mom. Damn. Woohoo. I like this one. Goodbye. Oh, and I lost a player, though. I lost Electra for my team. You did oh, lose Electra. down. And, of course, at the end of the episode, too, my heart dropped because victoria scone yeah she was called to the front by the teacher giving us eureka season nine vibes i'm not i feel like this is bad like i i'm almost like certain she's not coming back yeah oh yeah same but i'm also trying to figure out i was like how did like um ella Viday, like do a jump split off of the stage and she's like totally fine and then Victoria, she like did this little slide and she like shattered her knee. Well, she like fell down onto her knee. Like if you watch that performance, I'm like, yeah, girls, we can't just know. be jumping up and down or just like falling on our kneecaps. That shit hurts, especially also, when you're a bigger queen. Isn't Electra like 19 as well or something? No, she's like mid 20s. She's like more bendy though. Yeah. If your body's like used to stretching like that, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is I feel like um, Electra Fence should be injured, but that's just me, <laughs> just to be fair. I mean, she, all of her shit should be broken for sure. Yeah. yeah. I still, my knees still hurt watching her do that crazy thing with her legs. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, so everyone, you know, put uh, Victoria in your prayers. I hope she continues the to be able to compete in the season. You know, like hopefully there'll be a couple of chill challenges where she doesn't have to dance like the next couple of weeks. Oh yeah, and then she'll be like good to go. That would be nice if she can catch a little break and stay on. Fingers crossed. Yes, we'll see. Stay tuned, everybody. All right, so that's the fantasy league. How about we talk about some trade? Ooh, trade. 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 Mm, trade. Oh, trade. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Trade. This is my week to reveal my trade of the week. And, you know, I feel like I, you know, I always like to find ways to cheat to get more trades and, and you know, pack them all into one week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've chosen the Italian band Monoskin and they are the Eurovision winners 
from this most recent Eurovision. Oh. And that's how I found out about them. And then I got really into their music. Um, and then I eventually like found their Instagram and I was like, wow, literally everybody in this band is hot as fuck. <laughs> their Instagram is fun. Looks like there's four of them. Yes, there's four of them and they each also have their own Instagrams that I follow each of them. So I have like follow five accounts just to get more content basically. <laughs> oh my god. Um, nice bitch. true fan. <laughs> yes, girl. So like it's kind of hard to pick which one's my favorite because they're all just so sexy. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to nominate them all. Like I could, you know, I just feel like it felt right. Getting like the brooding, dark brooding vibes. It's always a plus. Yes. I just, and also I like how open they are. Um, like as far as promoting LGBT rights, because a lot of times like some of the guys in the band will like kiss on stage and stuff like that. I think there was, I forget what it was. I think they were like in Russia or Poland or something. And they like kissed on stage for like LGBT rights. Oh, sure. That's dangerous. Yes, I like it. They look so fun to hang out with too. Like they could be like trade friends. Trade friends. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he trades like you have sex with them and then you're like friends still afterwards. They can just like walk around in jock straps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so those are my trades. I just figured I'd include them as a unit so it wasn't like every week me talking about a different member of the band. <laughs> that Good would really call. be milking the assignment. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, okay, five weeks later or 15 weeks later. Right. <laughs> We're still talking about Monoskin, everybody. <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> What's your favorite song, by the way? <laughs> yes, girl. So if you'd like to go ahead and find them on Instagram to look at them, I'm going to go ahead and put the, the main band uh, Instagram in the description of the podcast. And from there, I'm sure you're more than capable of figuring out how to find the ones that you like and follow them individually, should you so choose. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Yes, girl. Wow, we made it through another week in drag. It feels like a little bit like the old times because we're only talking about Drag Race UK right now. But I'm excited to bring you the full uh, concept here in a few weeks. Oh, yeah, it's going to get, <laughs> it's definitely going to pick up. Bitch, I'm kind of like excited. Like, I'm just like, what? Because we're going to have so much all at once, but it's going to be fun. Like, there's going to be so much drama. Yeah, there, yeah, more drag shows mean more drama. Yes, keep giving me more drag shows. I love drama. <laughs> Put me in the squid game. Yeah, squid oh, game. Drag squid race squid game. game. Oh, shit. Hold on to your wigs. You better sissy that walk, you big creepy bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, you guys and gals and everyone in between, we are going to go ahead and let you all go for the week. We had a fun time with you, of course. And uh, feel free to suggest news topics. Feel free to um, start thinking of trades because if you want, you can pick a trade in two weeks. And until next week, bye. Bye. Bye, bye you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>